2: to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Ferruja from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers.
3: And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised.
2: If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. You've joined us for Episode 5.0 zero. Whoop, whoop, whoop. 50 of the Art of Decluttering. Today, we will be talking about grace and freedom. This just seems so appropriate, Kirst. 50!
3: Episode 50, and we get to talk about our two favorite things.
2: We're 50 years old. You, yes. No. We're 50 episodes
3: 50 old. 50 episodes old. Can you imagine? I like feel really last old. July when we went, yep, let's do it, and we launched our first ever episode the first week of July, we got to 50.
2: We've made 50. A lot of podcasts don't even last to 50. I I just can't believe that we've had 50 conversations. Yeah, imagine the hours
3: and hours and hours we've spent together in the last 12 months.
2: (laughs) It's pretty good. And it's not even been 12 months because we are recording ahead of time. That's awesome. 50. 50 episodes. I'm like a little mind-blown right now. I'm a little mind-blown
3: too, and I think our listeners can hear because we're just talking about 50. (laughs) 50. Lauren Osborne sent us a really cool listener request for an episode, and she said, Kirstie talks a lot about grace in your podcast, and Amy talks a lot about freedom. And so she said, why don't you guys do a show about freedom and grace? And unpack those concepts for people. What are you talking about? What does that mean for you? And we just love that episode 50 is freedom and grace.
2: That's so awesome. We didn't even plan this. I know it sounds like we planned it, but. No, no. We've just. We wrote walked out a into whole list and of topics and we just picked up this one. Like this was the next on the pile. And I was like, and I turned to Amy and I went, how awesome that this is number 50. This is pretty cool. I'm very excited. I keep thinking I've got something above my head, and it's gonna, like oh,
3: because you've got your mic lead yeah. up there.
2: And, I, and it's just funny. Like for the last two days, I keep thinking something's oh, just above my head. There's nothing above your head. Are you sure? There's a little halo, <laughs> yeah, and that's about it. Oh, uh, does it say fifty on it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a superstar podcasting
2: superstar. <laughs> <gasps> so yes, Lauren, we do love freedom and grace it is our heart and i love that you picked that up i know look that's really special i know she's a very special lady do you know lauren i do i didn't know that yeah i do thanks lauren she's one
3: of yep she's one of mine she's one of your peeps she's one of my peeps so kirst we're both so what we're going to do in this episode is Kirsty and i are both going to talk about grace and we're both going to talk about freedom but we're going to let Kirsty start off with Grace, and then I'm just going to add in any extra thoughts that I have. And then I'll talk about freedom, and Kirsty will add in e- any
2: extra thoughts that she has. And if we've got questions along the way for each other, we're going to yeah. ask that too. We'll see. We're just going to let this podcast unfold. So, Grace, I'm going to start off with Grace. Or do you want to start off with Freedom? No, start with Grace. Start with Grace? Yep. Okay. So, we think it's really important to have grace for yourself and for other people in this whole area of life that is decluttering. So, when you're trying to declutter and get organized, you can fall into the trap of pouring shame and guilt all over yourself. Guilt that you've let your house get to be how it is, shame that you haven't, you know, shame, 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 shame (laughs) that you've never picked up the phone call to get help or that you can't do it yourself and that you can't get motivated like there's this it's horrible horrible shame and guilt and we don't believe that shame and guilt should have any place in your life do we amy
3: no and i think shame and guilt become like a tape that you play over in your mind yeah and it's the self-talk of shame and guilt that we really want to give you the empowerment to stop and to change so you know, you guys hear Kirst talk about grace in every episode, and that's her teaching you how to reword your self-talk.
2: Yes, because I really think that shame and guilt are the absolute opposite of love, and shame and guilt want to keep us where we are. Yeah, they want to keep us in a messy home. They want to keep us in a cluttered home they want to keep us unorganized they want to keep us trapped trapped they want to keep us where we are and they actually want to sink us even further into that and they don't offer you any hope and they don't offer you any freedom and grace yeah and that's but love does
3: love oh (laughs) i'm actually lost for words (laughs) With how much grace gives you the freedom, grace gives you the freedom yes. to live your best life.
2: I like, I'm literally getting a She's teary. actually crying in the <laughs> studio and now I'm going to
3: cry in the studio. <laughs> because we so love you enough that we would take an episode out to talk to you about these two things because what you can get and the life change you can have, it's it's
2: more than just decluttering. Oh, it's way past decluttering. It's like way bigger. It's all-encompassing encom- all because it's not just about your home. Like it's about your shame and guilt that you have on yourself and in your mind and in your heart and towards others and the way that we can shame and guilt others to come, come along in our journey or keep them in their own journey. Like so I think that love – as I said, love is the opposite and love lifts us up and love to where we belong. <laughs> <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> but I really do. I think that, like, love and, and grace is part of love. Like, grace is love and love is grace. Like, that we have to have love for ourselves and grace for ourselves and grace for other people when they're on their own journey, of whatever that that might be. Yeah. So um I just really want you to to encourage you to be gracious with yourself and acknowledge um acknowledge where and who you are and what you have been and then have grace for yourself as you change and grow. Um, I said on you know how I was on the Slow Home podcast earlier this year. Really, where
3: you, Kirst? I know it's
2: such a surprise. I'm... That's
3: so good. If you want to hear that episode, check out the show notes and Kirst will put a link to it in there for you. Because oh, it is really
2: it is such a beautiful podcast. I love Brooke McAllery and Slow Your Home and Ben McAllery. I love their podcast, but th- that podcast was really beautiful because it really showed my heart for people. Oh, I I thought it did. <laughs> I loved it. Um, and in that episode, I say that like life is messy and humans are messy, and that's my job, and that's Amy's job, is to actually sit in the mess with them and to be okay, to be okay with them, to be okay with their mess, um, and to help them to see that it's possible to move beyond their mess. Yeah, And that's what grace is. Yeah,
3: you're not defined by your messy home. You're not defined by cupboards that, you know, your home may look beautiful and then you have cupboards that are just chaos and if a guest opened them you'd be horrified but that doesn't define
2: you no and your head may be messy and it may be cluttered and that doesn't define us either no and we're all the same like we're all
1: we're all we're all
2: a work in progress
1: (laughs) yes
3: and when it comes to decluttering we're just a bit further ahead in that and that's why we want to share our wisdom and when it comes to other things you'll be further ahead And when we're with clients, yes, we're teaching about decluttering, but we learn so much. We learn so much about ourselves and about people and about life. So it is a beautiful, gracious journey that we're on as well.
2: Yeah. And I love the grace that we receive from clients. You know, if we ever rock up and we're not in our best, you know, if things have gone pear-shaped for us in our mornings, our clients show so much grace for us, you know, and when we hit on sentimental items sometimes amy and i aren't our best when we when we approach that subject and we we really hope we are
3: but sometimes we don't know we don't know what's going to trigger things no
2: we don't know what land we have to
3: quickly backtrack and say okay let's let's spend time here let's sit and let's be
2: in this moment yeah and let's be messy with you like
3: we cry we cry with our clients
2: regularly I, I think I've now only had one session that I haven't cried <laughs> and that my clients haven't cried.
3: Wow, that's impressive. Yeah,
2: and it's not because I bring them to tears. No, and it's not because the process. I anything to do with me. No. Necessarily, they're not crying because I've hurt them. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it's good cry,
3: it's process it's, cry. Yeah, healthy,
2: life giving yep. crying. Anyway, that's grace for me. What's your ideas on grace?
3: Yeah, so I was thinking that for me, grace looks like function over perfection. Mm. I'm not a perfectionist. Curse is not a perfectionist. But function can be sometimes messy. But it's choosing that function. And I don't mean messy as in cluttered. I mean messy as in life. life. We're not living in display homes. So grace looks like function over perfection. For me, grace looks like realistic over idealistic. So yes, you may have put some pictures on house that you absolutely love and you want to show us when we come in, but let's be also realistic. What's going to work for your children? What will they actually pack up? How many clothes do you really need? Yes, you might like to have um, a 33 capsule for your clothes, but let's be realistic. We live in Melbourne and actually our weather changes a lot and quickly. Let's be realistic. And the other thing for me is that grace is honesty over unrealistic expectations so we're saying to ourselves well this is where I'm at not this is where I want to be this is where my neighbor is this is where my sister-in-law is but this is where I am and this is where I need the help and so that's really for clients people don't call us before they get to that point of honesty to be able to say no I really need some help here
2: yeah I love them I love your heart, Amy. I love you, Amy. I love you too, Kirst. (laughs) This is a love fest today. (laughs) Nothing like having a teary in the studio together. (laughs) It's a bonding. It's bonding exercise. More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that's not so secret anymore. We've done episodes on linen cupboards, toys, wardrobes, pantries, jewellery and so many more. So if you're new to The Art of Decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on entryways.
3: We keep hooks right next to our door for our keys. Mm. So that coming and going, we put our keys straight away. So if you haven't got somewhere to store your car keys, you can go as simple as what Kirsty was saying, and that's just putting a basket somewhere near the door or on top of something that you know where it is, and just
1: make sure they always go in there. And for us, that's just hanging them up near the door. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
2: Now back to the podcast for so many more tips and tricks.
3: All right, so let's talk about freedom, Kirst. So that grace is really important. And I think grace is beautifully expressed when it's coupled with freedom.
2: Totally agree.
3: So what does freedom mean, people might ask? Well, for me, it's being free from things that control you. Yes. Freedom is when you have the power to choose and the opportunities you can choose that you pursue in your life and that you're not hindered by things. Freedom is like that throwing off of things that hinder you. I kind of picture it like a, an animal that's shackled. Oh,
2: no, I was thinking exactly the same thing. Really? Not an animal, but I was thinking about being shackled. shackled.
3: Yeah, and then like the throwing off and that freedom of I can go where I want, I can do what I want, I can be who I want. And clutter holds you back from freedom. It does, in a lot of ways. So many ways. So we're going to talk about some of those things. Um, but freedom is really important to me. I sign all my books, Enjoy the Freedom. Like, it's my tagline. Because for me, once you've got to a point of being decluttered, the next step is just to enjoy the freedom. Mm. You don't have to just keep going around that merry-go-round anymore. It's like, declutter and enjoy it. Okay. And enjoy your life. Live your life.
2: <laughs> yes, please. <laughs>
3: So when you declutter, you do experience freedom from your clutter, obviously, but you also experience freedom in a couple of other areas. And time is a big one, isn't it, Kirst?
2: Oh, yes. I love how much time I have in my week because I live in a decluttered home.
3: Because you save time looking for stuff and tidying up unnecessary things. So when my kids play, there's not a million toys on the ground anymore it's just the things they played with and then you put them away whereas if you have an abundance of things you have to pack up those abundance of things when you're finished Yep. so you save lots of time you save time shopping because you're not then shopping for unnecessary things to fill a void in your life you've given yourself the grace and you can enjoy that and it saves you and gives you freedom with your money so many people feel like having freedom in their finances is just completely unattainable yeah. And in our next lot of podcasting, we are going to do an episode, a really special episode on finances and decluttering of finances, because there is so much freedom to be obtained through that. So we'll talk about that. Um, In Becoming Minimalist, that's Joshua Becker, isn't it? He does yes. that blog. He talks about how he used to find he was spending Saturdays fixing, looking after, tidying up, and, you know, generally... Um,
2: maintaining S- mainta- thank you that's the word
3: maintaining his stuff and then he kind of went this is crazy why am i spending half of my weekend with stuff and so for him getting rid of that not only saved him the time but it also saved him the money of like replacing things and fixing things and it just gets rid of that stress
2: i think also it, it can lead to the to being a conscious consumer yeah because you've just decluttered your house of so much stuff you're often inspired to go oh let's be more intentional and thoughtful about what we bring into the home so then you're not going to the shops to fill a void correct and
3: so many of our clients houses we f- we donate brand new things
2: yes we clothes, do clothes
3: shoes toys kitchen things furniture
2: gifts that they never gifts. got so around many to- things giving to the people and not that not that shopping is always filling a void we're not saying that at all there's grace
3: in that as well
2: oh total grace and freedom (laughs) you go (laughs) shop all you want like but it is about being a conscious consumer correct and thinking about do I actually need this and where am I going to house it in my home and how's it going to be used and asking really important questions before you buy the Mm. product and then therefore you're not bringing so much more stuff into your decluttered home that just builds it all up again and you need to call us back again like we don't our idea our dream for our clients is that we come in and declutter their houses with them we work with them on on their stuff and in their mindsets and we never see them again like yeah. that is our absolute ideal client, like, and that might take and that, <laughs> several sessions. Correct, that can be a
3: process, and then yes. there's a weaning sometimes, and people yes. saying, actually, now can you come? bi-monthly just for a session yes and we'll tackle any new areas yes but we want to teach you and give you the skills
2: yes and we've got a whole course on that coming up or maybe it's already been
3: it's already been but we'll be running another one later in the year
2: (laughs) i'm getting confused because we're recording in advance so but yeah like our course is all about these mindsets so that you can maintain your home and keep it in a decluttered space and that's why i think that time and money are perfect examples Mm. of what you receive, the freedom that you receive in decluttering your home.
3: There's a great saying, and I I don't know who to accredit it to, sorry, but it's that you don't buy stuff with your money. You buy it with hours of your life. Mm. And, you know, every time you go to work, you, you have an exchange and it's, here's some hours of my life in exchange for some money. That tends to be what the exchange is. Now, whether you love your job or you don't love your job, it's still hours of your life that you're exchanging for money. So then when you go and buy a $600 sound system, you're actually exchanging maybe 12 hours of your life in exchange
2: for a sound system. That's a really... It's confronting. Very confronting and challenging way to look at things. Yeah. So that's just
3: to help you reduce that consumerism because minimalists need to earn less money to live the life that they choose to live now some minimalists might go ahead and be millionaires and have investment properties and portfolios and others would choose to live off the grid so it looks completely different for different people but you're not then tied to i must earn this amount because my expenditure is just continually growing
2: yeah i'm consuming more and more and more and more and more and more and more yeah and again we're not saying that you shouldn't consume we all need to consume food we all need to yeah. have a roof over our head we all need love and companionship and sometimes
3: <laughs> those things can those be expensive. things can be expensive <laughs> yep we're just talking about the mindfulness yes and the freedom that can come when that doesn't control you yep that's our heart for you
2: what about the stress that is relieved Oh, with freedom.
3: I think our clients are the best to speak to that, aren't they? Yes. I love it when I've worked with new mums and they say, I feel like you've helped me walk out of the fog because the house is functioning better and they're no longer chasing their tail and feel like the bench is like the hub of everything that you need to use in the week just gets dumped on the bench and grab it again next week. Mm. It can make a huge difference
2: knowing where things are in your home and being able to quickly access them and quickly deal with things and not having to keep those millions of tabs open in your mind yes you know that great way to describe it yeah like you know when you there's this like meme on facebook about you know women have 2,596 tabs open in your mind (laughs) and men have like two yeah (laughs) and that is a that's not my meme. It's somebody else's, and it's a gross generalization. But, but we, we can relate. humans totally, and particularly if you're feeling cluttered in your home, you're often cluttered in your mind, and you're keeping tabs on where everything is. Whereas mm-hmm. if everything has a home in your house, then you don't have to go, where was it exactly on that bench that I put that? Like, how many things did I put on top of it? Mm-hmm. I like I've got it. client who um actually loves she's she's working through this process of going um because she loves having it messy at the moment because she knows where everything is because she's you've got to retrain you've got to she's trained herself to remember where everything is because everything's quite cluttered whereas it is that retraining of going well actually now this thing has a home so i just always go there for the home
3: yeah, I often say, where would you go first when you need batteries? Yeah, because that's more than likely where we'll keep the batteries.
2: Exactly, I do the same thing. Don't
3: need you don't need to keep them in the laundry because that's where I keep my batteries. No, if the third drawer is where you keep batteries, let's have them in a container and let's have all the batteries there. is there some
2: there some in the hall table some in the laundry and sometimes that is a process that does take time for family members to get on board and for you know and for this beautiful client to to get retrain her mind to like no I put this away and that's where I'm going to find it and if it's not there then somebody else has touched it and I've got to ask around but that's what happens even in a in a cluttered home Mm. somebody could have picked up that gift card and put it somewhere else and then you've got to look through this cluttered house for that $250 gift card and you never find it until we come in and help you declutter and then you've lost $250 that you could have spent. Because it's expired by six months? Six years. Six years. What about there's grace and freedom? Yeah. There's grace and freedom.
3: I think there's a really significant um, understanding in the last couple of years around the freedom of mental health mm. when it comes to decluttering. And there's some great studies. UCLA have done some good studies just around that the clutter is a burden on your mental health. And it really does play with that. So heaps of studies have been done to show the really close relationship between clutter and depression and or anxiety and other mental conditions as well. Um Clinical hoarding is a mental diagnosis. I probably haven't worded that right. But you know, like it's so significant sometimes. And we often will go in and help people in and what I'm not saying is declutter, you won't have to take your meds anymore. No, no. What I am saying is that it's a great partnership. To actually be in your home, and that's why psychologists will often refer to a professional organizer, because the work you're doing in a clinic can be really supported um, and great partner to the work you do in your home decluttering.
2: Yeah, and if you and I think that it's also, um, what am I trying to say? That it can, if you get to it early enough, it can and stop that slide. Yeah, because like,
3: it's a vicious cycle. Yes, yeah, so it really is. All right, one other area, Kirst, I wanted to talk about freedom and then I want to hear it if you've got any extra things you want to add. But huge one for me working with artists and creative people is the freedom to create. Once you've decluttered, so many people blow me away by sending me a message or a photo saying, I haven't actually been doing my creative outlet, but we decluttered and I have so much creativity, I can barely contain mm. it. I've started drawing, I've started writing songs, I've started painting. So, so many people, people with, let me say this right, entrepreneurial minds will say, I've just had an incredible cash boost through my business because I came up with some creative ideas on how to reach people and serve people. So when your home is decluttered, your mind is decluttered, and the creativity that comes from a decluttered space is phenomenal.
2: Yeah. And I love, I've worked with some people who have wanted to move house because their house is so cluttered. And I think, and people who have not wanted to work in their job anymore because their house is so cluttered that they haven't been able to give enough space and time yeah. to their job because they're feeling anxious about lots of things and, and, I know that when we've decluttered homes, that that freedom comes as well, like the freedom to create, the freedom to actually be creative in your thinking, well, maybe we don't need to move home. I've
3: had so many people not move house after we've done sessions. Yeah. They'll get me in, can you help me prep for sale?
2: And then not sell. And then not
3: sell. Oh my goodness, I didn't realize how much space we had when we didn't have all this unnecessary stuff. Yeah. And then I say to them, "You were perhaps hesitant to spend three or four thousand dollars on a professional organizer. You've just saved fifty or sixty thousand on stamp duty alone. Yeah, forget the moving costs and everything else. Your advertising costs, just alone. And the emotional,
2: mental cost of moving, like the the drama that comes with moving a family.
3: If you're thinking of moving house, and you're looking at buying in the same area with the same type of house, but you just need more space." please consider whether perhaps having just some sessions with a professional organiser... Could allow you to stay in the home that you're in if we just think creatively about the space that you currently have.
2: And that's that's coming back to that freedom to create. Like you can then be creative, and we can come in and help you be creative, and and really help you have an outsider's perspective about whether or not this is the right move for you. Because sometimes it is. Of course, there's if you've got a growing family and you're and you're living if you've got five kids and you're living in a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, maybe you might need to buy a bigger apartment. Maybe you don't, but maybe you do. <laughs> Let me know if you are five, five kids in one bedroom apartment. I'd I guess like you'll donate
3: a session to help you move. <laughs> 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 well, this
2: has been a lovely conversation,
3: this Amy. This has been beautiful, Kirs. Thank you so much for sharing your heart today with our
2: listeners and with me. Mm, I've loved it. I haven't really got much more to add to Freedom because you have covered everything and I wholeheartedly agree with you.
3: So please um, show yourself some grace, show your housemates some grace, show your children grace and your partner grace, and be motivated by freedom. Listen to the things that we've shared with you that you will receive and allow that to drive you towards the decluttered life that we promise will be enjoyable. It will have joy in it.
2: Joy. Joy.
3: And you'll have some grace and freedom and love and just totally enjoy everything about it.
2: <laughs> and sometimes not. And that's okay. That's where the grace comes from. When you're having a really, really bad day, even in a decluttered home, Amy and I have them. Oh, yeah. It's just not because we have to clean up a
3: million toys, it's no. just because life.
2: Yeah. And that's what, like, getting decluttered isn't the silver bullet for life,
3: it's the bronze bullet. <laughs> <laughs> it is,
2: it, it helps you. In so many ways. Yes. says life is messy and people are messy and that's all good.
3: Have an amazing week. If you feel like someone that you know and love could benefit from this episode, share it with them and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net or on Facebook as
2: Simply Organized PO. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as FeelsLikeHomePO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes.
3: We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you
2: declutter and keep your home organised. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering.
3: We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.